Hey everyone, happy Friday and welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast. We have a special episode today with some special guests, excited to share it with you all. But this is episode 64, Things We Skip in Walt Disney World. All right, everyone, we have got two special guests with me today. One of them you haven't met before, but one is new to the podcast. First up, we have my Madre. Hello, this is Dina. Yes, she is here to talk Disney with us, and as well as my sister Tiffany. Hello. Yes, we're so glad both of them are here. So I've had this idea going around for a little bit, just wanted some more input. And our topic today is things we skip at Walt Disney World. So this could be an experience that we've done that just was kind of lackluster or something that we might replace with something else that we think is a better value or better use of time. So that's what we're talking about today. We're going to kind of circle around and share a few things. And let me know on Instagram, Facebook, email, wherever, what those things are for you. Or even if you just horribly disagree, that's fine too. All right, I'm going to start off. My first skip at Walt Disney World is fireworks. And the reason I skip the fireworks shows is because it's all about the rides for me normally. Um, When we would go growing up, we were there for a week and park was like open to close and you were doing all the things and trying to ride all the rides you could. So I know I hear other people and other podcasters talk about their like, heart is with this, you know, certain show and happily ever after or whatever it may be. And that's all well and good. But it is very rare that my family stops and watches a show. Because while everyone has stopped watching the show, you can go hop on Space Mountain with like a 10 minute wait and maybe hop on it again. So unpopular opinion, because I know some of you have all the feels for the shows. I'm skipping the fireworks shows. All right, next I'm going to hop over to Tiffany. Tell us what you are skipping. My first skip would be Park Hopper. I just feel like you probably waste a bunch of time getting from one park to the next when you could just use that valuable time to soak in in one particular park. If you're there for a shorter amount of time, I get the people that do that. If you're there for only, you know, a day or two and want to hit up all the parks. But with us, we usually do go for a week and I just like to spend my whole day soaking in that one park instead of feeling like I'm wasting time trying to find a bus or hop on the skyline or whatever it may be. So that is my first skip. And I would definitely agree with that with clients that are going, especially for their first trip or first trip in a long time. I'm not going to suggest you park hop because the logistics of getting around, like Tiffany said, just take up too much time. All right, mom, what's your first skip? My first skip would be the holiday parties. For one thing, it's just they're super expensive to add on to already the expense that you have on getting into the Disney parks. And Granted, I think we've only done that one time, but that one time still to me, there was not enough extra things going on. It was a Halloween that we went. There was not enough extra things going on to justify what that cost. And I think that's over $100 per person now. So that would be my skip. Yeah, totally. This is one thing that I think is a good idea, 
based on how it fits in your vacation because the parties are only offered certain nights. So if it works when you're already having an off day or something, okay, great, give it a try. There are some special things. But if you've got a packed vacation, adding this on on top of it, I just don't think is super practical. And that's unpopular opinion because I know some of y'all are hardcore about your Christmas and Halloween parties. Even someone else sitting at this table um, who has some issues with that. But uh, yeah, it's definitely something you just want to look at and consider based on how packed your vacation already is. All right, I'm going to go through round two. So my second skip is really anything that takes up time in the morning. So if y'all haven't already gathered, I am serious about being a rope dropper, aka getting to the parks as soon as they open. And both these people are giving me dirty looks because there have been many snide comments made that they weren't moving fast enough on our park trips. They like to look nice when they go to theme parks. I don't care. I like to get there first. Um, Yeah, can you hear their giggles? It's very true. Um, So anything that's going to take up unnecessary time in the morning, I'm not doing. So a few things that come to mind. Um, Sitting down to eat breakfast. Normally, a day that I'm serious about park hopping, like I'm grabbing something really quick for the kids and literally having them eat it at the bus stop, Um, or that's a great meal to bring something from home or order from Amazon and have Pop-Tarts or oatmeal or just something quick you can eat in the room. Um, Other things I'm not doing at Rope Drop is renting a stroller. So you can rent these from places off-site. They'll bring them to your resort, but you can also rent them in the park. But the thought of getting to the park first thing and having to go to like a kiosk to pick up a stroller, that's just taking up time. Going to the ticket counter, if I can help it and I can do anything. Um, Sometimes if you're a Florida resident and you need to verify your ticket, they'll want you to go to the ticket counter beforehand. I'm trying to do that like days before at my resort or anything. So that time is precious to me. This is not when you're going to stand in the Starbucks line. This is not when you're waiting to get a Mickey waffle or picking up your stroller. You're rope dropping. You're getting on an attraction. All right, Tiffany, what is your round two pick? By the way, get your Starbucks in the morning. Don't listen to her. You got to survive. My number two would be waiting in line for characters. I feel like you have so many opportunities at all the different character dining meals to meet some of your favorite characters. Of course, they're not all going to be there. And, you know, you have your diehard characters you may want to meet. But as far as waiting in super lengthy lines to meet Cinderella, if you can go eat at the Cinderella Castle or, you know, many of the princesses are there or just many other dining options where you can do your character meet and greet. They come around to your table, you can spend some time with you. It's not as rushed, I feel like, as it would be waiting in line. So that is my second. Some people are turning off this podcast right now. That was a harsh... Somebody that really loves Goofy is over this. Okay, so we might need to retitle this Unpopular Opinions. Uh, But Tiffany brings up a great point. A character meal is a great, like, double dose. You get to eat some yummy food, but you also get to meet normally multiple characters without having to wait. So if you have, you know, a Mickey fan and you can go to Chef Mickey's or Topolino's Terrace and get to see Mickey honestly sometimes get a little bit more interaction while getting in a meal that can really be a win-win all right mom what is your round two 
Just to add to what you two were just talking about, though, also, and you probably don't remember this, but one of the first times that we went and you all were little, we stood in line for the longest time to meet some kind of bear. Can't think what it was. And they, like, by the time we were about fourth up there, they were like, sorry, he's got to go in for a while. And, yeah, maybe they've changed that, but that's, like, to a child, a huge disappointment when you've been standing there so long. So, okay, but anyway, my number two pick would be Be Our Guest. For the fact of... No, well, let me back up. When it first opened, the first time we went, for one thing, you stand in line, kind of like you're at McDonald's to order your food, which I was not a fan of. They've got this huge, gorgeous castle you walk into, and then you stand in line. The prices were very reasonable compared to Cinderella's castle, but the food wasn't that great. The second time we went, however, they had jacked the price up so much that it's not only cost the same as Cinderella's Castle. I've never seen Belle any time that we've went there. The room that we sat in was the Beast Room, which was pitch black dark. You could barely see your food, and all you heard was some growling every once in a while. He may have walked by and flashed a paw, but you do, I mean, it was for the price that it was, like I said, again, I'm comparing it to Cinderella's Castle. Yeah, don't waste your time or your money, to be totally honest with you. The portions of food are ridiculously small. <laughs> I love Belle. She's one of my favorite, but yeah, and the castle is great. It's gorgeous, but go take some pictures in front of it and keep on moving. All right, your candid review there of Be Our Guest. Um, But as Mom mentioned, when we went years ago, it was quick service for lunch. And so that was nice. You order what you want. You go sit down where you want. um, And the prices, you know, weren't, they were quick service prices. So a bit more reasonable. Now it is a table service restaurant with a pretty limited menu. Um, So you basically get what you get and you're paying a pretty penny for it. Just to add to that, the first time we went, I don't know if y'all remember, it literally cost seventy dollars for all of us to eat. The second time, it was over four to five hundred. <laughs> so big price difference there. Um, all right, last round, and this, I, mm-hmm, this is my only like real unpopular opinion. I was worried about, but they already threw out some. Uh, my thing, I'm skipping is Mickey ears. Okay, I love them. They are cute. I have my own personal vendetta because my head is big, so I really can't wear them that long. They start to like give me headaches. But even for my children, all the Mickey ears, because here's what happens. The Mickey ears are fun, and we buy them, and we walk down Main Street, and we're wearing them. But then it's time to get on a roller coaster, and they have to come off. Or someone drops them, or someone just wants you to hold them, and it ends up just being an extra item to hold. It's awkward to put into a backpack or anything like that. So I think they're cute. Like maybe an off day, a non-park day. I'm going to say Mickey ears. Okay. Wear them to walk around your resort to go eat some food. But if I'm like hardcore theme parking, I'm skipping the Mickey ears. All right, Tiffany, you're round three. My round three would be your large dinners. We normally do kind of a bigger lunch when going to the park. So we kind of, you know, 
I mean, me and mom personally do our Starbucks run in the morning, go get our coffee. Then we'll have lunch at, you know, like she said, a Cinderella's Castle or whatever we have reservations for that day. That's kind of usually our go-to is to do that bigger lunch. It's a little bit cheaper to do it that way. And then most of the time for dinner, we're just kind of snacking around the park. I might have a churro for dinner or, you know, a little hot dog stand or something. But that's kind of our go-to when going to the parks is doing that larger lunch as your your bigger meal and then just kind of finding some little snacky things for dinner and another thing too about the lunch is it's less expensive than dinner so that's another plus so my third and final thing is not so much a skip it's kind of a replace rather than a skip and that's going to be like you know when you go to Disney especially if it's your first time and you are so overwhelmed and you're so wrapped up and the only word you know how to say is yes to your children you can spend a small fortune at the drop of a hat. I'm a big budgeter, so I strongly suggest, you know, making out a budget, over budget if you have to, but stick to that. But where they really get you are things like, you know, they're selling balloons in the theme parks, and they're selling the bubbles, and they're selling the light-up bracelets and the handheld fans and stuff. Honestly, you can buy those before you go, stick them in a little travel bag that your kids don't even know, carry it to the park and whip it out when they want something. And and it can, and of course, you can find them Disney related too. And that way you've got them, you will have paid, you know, probably a third if more than what you would have if you'd bought it in the park. Also, like the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, that's really fun for the little girls. But like this year for my three grandkids... I literally went to Target, and if, you know, our Target around here, of course, we live in, like, in Nashville area, they sell, like, they have Disney sections. So, I mean, I literally bought each of them a princess dress, the tiaras, the jewelry, the necklace, and the earrings to go with it. We're going to let them wear that to the park for, you know, maybe like a meal or something, fix their hair, put their crown on, and, I mean, I think that it's probably over a 100 bucks per kid when you go to that. And, like I said, it's great and it's fun. But there's a lot of ways where you can, I don't even, I'm not even going to say cut corners. You're not cutting corners in my opinion. But again, you're just being able to spread that money for somewhere else. Also, a fun thing that I like to do is buy Disney backpacks for the kids. Even the little kids, they can put the backpacks on, carry little snacks in there. Because of course you can bring snacks inside of Disney. And again, that's something that will save you a little bit of money. Awesome. Yeah, great tips there um, for kind of stretching that dollar to use it on different things. All right, ladies, this was fun. I'm excited that we all had different things we thought of as skipping. Um, But before you go, I'm going to hit you with a few rapid fire questions that you're not prepared for. All right, about some of your Disney fandom. Okay, so first we'll start easy. Favorite Disney park? Uh, Epcot. All right. Magic Kingdom. Okay, very nice. Uh, Favorite ride at Walt Disney World? Not Mission Space. I really don't have a favorite ride. I'm not a ride person. Soaring, okay. Mm, I want to say Thunder Mountain. It's not as scary as some of the other mountains to me. All right. Favorite new thing that has come to Disney? Okay, so that new can be however many years back, but we've been going for a while. So favorite newer thing that's come? Oh, the Avatar. Yeah, even though it scared the bejesus out of me. Yeah, that's cool. Yes, I will second the Avatar area, the Avatar ride, all the things. And also the Toy Story Land. I think it's super cute. 
Okay. Favorite Disney character? Merida. Rapunzel, even though she's got a bathroom. <laughs> All right. No shade there. Favorite Disney villain? Cru- Cruella. <laughs> I don't really have a favorite villain, but I'll just stick with my favorite movie and say it's Mother Gothel. All right. And one more favorite here. Favorite sidekick? Pascal. You stole mine. I mean, I'm just all Rapunzel over here. Pascal, he's the cutest. Okay. And favorite Disney snack or food? You're going to Disney. What are you looking forward to eating? Gaston cinnamon roll and the chicken waffle thing at that little place. Sleepy Hollow. Y'all heard that plenty. Sleepy Hollow too, but the Nutella and fruit waffle is so much better. All right, we're big Sleepy Hollow fans. If you haven't heard me talk about that on the podcast, it's in Magic Kingdom, a little bit to the left of the castle. You want to check it out. Last time I was there, it was also available for mobile order, so utilize that. All right, Tiffany, Mom, thank you both so much for being here today and sharing those Disney skips. Hopefully somebody, you know, heard something that they can skip on their next trip or replace, or they heard something that made them, you know, really salty and a little upset that we would give this advice. But hold it with a grain of salt. Take what you wish. But as always, I thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to check out the description below. Find me on the socials. Email me. I would love to help you with planning your next magical trip. But as always, thanks for listening and have a magical day. Bye. Bye.